Mike Slater. America WK with your host, Andrew WK. There are these moments when you are compelled to do things that defy your own logic, that defy your own taste, that defy defy your own preferences. You wind up doing things that you don't like to do, and yet you like doing them almost because of it. America WK, Saturdays, 10 a.m. to noon on the Blaze Radio Network. And go for Mike Slater in three, two, one. You're listening to Mike Slater, part of the next generation of talk radio, only on the Blaze Radio Network. You obviously met with Secretary Clinton a few days after the attack. What did she tell you then about your brother's death? I did. I, I met her when we were at um, Andrews Air Force Base. And, um, you know, she she spoke to my family about how sad that we should feel for the Libyan people because they're uneducated and, and that breeds fear, which breeds violence and, and, and leads to a protest. And, you know, I remember thinking at the time, wow, you know, how how selfish of me. I never really thought about the Libyan people. I've been so consumed with my own grief and loss and concern. And, you know, when I, when I think back now to that day and what she knew, you know, it shows me a lot about her character that she would choose in that moment to basically perpetuate what she knew was untrue. It seems an odd thing to even bring up in that moment, which is a moment, obviously, of extreme grief for, for you and, and, and your family. I mean, it seems like something she didn't even necessarily need to, to go down that road. Yeah, it was very strange. And, you know, I, I, I thought about it and I never spoke about it for a long time. That is, Sadiq uh, Sadiq, thank you for being here. America's the greatest country in the world. That is uh, Glenn Doherty's sister. What a, what a strange thing for Hillary Clinton to say. I just, I, that is so weird. And now you put that on top of the outright lies that she's told families that, you know, we're going to, we're going to bring the person who made this video to justice. Video had nothing to do with it. And they know it. She knew it. Um, I want to chat about Benghazi for a second, but I want to do a little different than, um, you've heard the last week. So just a quick little background on how I've been approaching it. Uh, we've been approaching it for years. Um, Three of the four Americans who were killed were from or lived in San Diego, which is where um, I live, and we have our, our daily show every uh, every day. Um, Glenn Doherty uh, lived in Encinitas, which is uh, pretty close to my house, like 10 minutes from my house, maybe 30 minutes north of the city. And Ty Woods is from Imperial Beach, or lives in Imperial, lived in Imperial Beach, which is maybe 15 minutes south of San Diego. And uh, Sean Smith, Lived five minutes from where I'm sitting right now. Grew up five minutes from where I'm sitting right now. So this is a local story to the people in San Diego. And and it's... I, I guess my point of saying that is it, it happened 7,000 miles away and, and it, it, three years ago and it's, it was forever ago and forever away. And so who cares? And it's all about politics now. You're just going after Hillary Clinton. No, we're, we're going after the truth because... These family members still have no idea what happened and, and why it couldn't have been prevented or couldn't have been stopped in the middle of They have no answers at all. And they've been lied to the entire time. And I'll prove that point in just a second. But this is a local story. These are our neighbors here in San Diego. 
who are still grieving and still being tossed aside by our leaders. And, and I guess my, I say it here because I, I want everyone <laughs> to, to care about what happened in Benghazi as if this was your own son, brother, father, uncle, nephew, best friend, neighbor. I'll tell a quick story. Back it up for a second. The, um, the leaders uh, in my, the church I go to, we have family groups and, uh, the leaders of those family groups, maybe 20 guys had a uh, meeting last week and two of them, uh, I, I sent two of the guys a text that a family member of mine was in the hospital on life support. I didn't know that they were, these two guys were in a meeting together. I didn't know they were in a meeting at all. Just told them. Um, and I asked them to pray. And the two men who got the text, they made eye contact at the meeting. So imagine that you're all around a table, 20 people, and they, they both got the text at the same time. And they looked at each other and they held up their phones to each other as if to say, hey, did you get, did you get the same text? And they stopped the meeting right there. Stopped the meeting and said, guys, listen, this is what's going on. This is what we know. Um, let's get on our knees right now and pray. Let's get on our knees. We're going to stop everything. We're going to get on our knees. We're going to pray right now. And Rick said, guys, we need to pray as if this is your own son who's in the hospital on life support. Pray as if this is your child who's on life support. And he survived and everything's fine. Uh, Prayer is answered. I, I share that because this... Uh, Benghazi committee, which should be in search of the truth for what happened and who needs to be held accountable. Most Americans think, ah, a long time ago. At this point, what difference does it make? Old news, old hat, move on, forget about it already. To which I say, care about this as if this was your own son. Care about the truth as if your own father was killed. Your own best friend. Not, not, don't think about it as oh, well, um, uh, you know, a security uh, officer. <laughs> no, it's Glenn Doherty from Encinitas. Oh, a security expert who uh, was stationed in Libya. No, Tyrone Woods from Imperial Beach. Owner of the Salty Frog Bar. Three kids. It's Sean Smith who grew up down the street from where I'm sitting right now. Mission Bay High School, class of 95. It's not, oh, no, some ambassador got killed. No. John Stevens, John, uh, son, big brother of three or two. You know, I, I, I want us to think of Benghazi on those terms. I want us to think of it as something real and not just a headline. You know, the there's a movie coming out about Benghazi, uh, Michael Bay movie, coming out January 15th. It's called 13 Hours. The trailer looks awesome. And I am really excited about this movie, not only because it just looks like a good movie, but I think it will do more. This movie, if done well and, and all the rest, will do more justice to what happened that day than any congressional committee could ever dream of. 
You want to know why? Because it's going to bring it all to life. And it's going to make it really relevant. And it's going to make these four Americans real people to the American people. Not just names printed on a piece of paper. They're going to make them real people. Just sort of like the movie American Sniper did for Chris Kyle, right? It's going to make, like that movie made Chris and made Taya a real person. Same thing with these families. It's going to make them, uh, make them real, make them relevant, make it now. And it's going to be really important. It's going to take it off the headlines. And, um, I can't do more than more than any uh, committee ever could. So if I may end this segment, and I want to come back and, and chat a little more about Glenn in, in, in particular. Um, from a friend of uh, his, a former te- a teammate, SEAL teammate. I was watching some old interviews uh, about Benghazi, uh, and I just want to play a couple clips here of um, some family. Real, real short here. This is, uh, let's do clip two. This is Chris Stevens' mom. And are you getting... Any sort of update or communication from the White House? No. Nothing? Mm-mm. Do you feel like your questions have been answered? I mean, you have to know something about something in order to have questions about it. And I don't know enough, really, to, to ask questions. And how much does it matter to you to know? Well, it doesn't bring him back, does it? For her, this is not about politics. It's about a mother losing her son. This is Glenn Doherty's mom. Clip three. FBI director called you sometime after your son died. About Correct. about how long did, after your son died did FBI director Mueller call? Well over a month. And said what? And he said he apologized for not calling sooner because um, he couldn't find my con- contact number. And I said, uh, do you mean my phone number? He said, the contact number. We couldn't find the contact number. I said, you are the FBI. He said, yes. So then I sort of was laughing to myself. And um, I said, you're going to stick to this little story, aren't you? He said, yes. So I said, well, what is it that you want? And he just said, well, we want you to know that we're there for you. Are you in the phone book? I think I am in the phone book. Everyone else found me. Um. This is Sean Smith's mom, Clip 4. This happened three years ago, and, and not sure what happened that night to your son? Three years ago, Hillary promised that when I went to the casket ceremony in, in Washington, she promised she would get back to me and tell me what happened. She has not called me. She has not contacted me. She has not given me any information except to tell me that I am not a member of the immediate family and I do not need to know. They told you that? Yes, they did, several times, over and over. Oh, my goodness. Um, Clinton has testified on what happened in Benghazi before, as you know, uh, most famously in January of 2013. I'd like you to listen to what she said at that time. With all due respect, the fact is we had four dead Americans. Was it because of a protest or was it because of guys out for a walk one night who decided they'd go kill some Americans? 
What difference at this point does it make? It is our job to figure out what happened and do everything we can to prevent it from ever happening again, Senator. When you heard that, what went through your mind? She's lying. She's absolutely lying. She told me something entirely different at the casket ceremony. She said it was the cause of the, the, the video and that she would get back to me and tell me what happened with my son. She has not only not gotten back to me, but all I've ever heard is that I am not, not to know because I am not a member of the immediate family. I still want to know, I saw on TV the bloody fingerprints on the walls over there. I asked specifically, are those my son's fingerprints crawling down the wall, the bloody fingerprints? Nobody ever got back to me on that. Are those his fingerprints? Were those his fingerprints? What happened? Somebody's got to tell me from the government. We will not find the truth until the whole of the American people care about this story a fraction as much as those moms care about the truth. one 888 Mike Slater Show, The Blaze Radio Network. Spread the word. You're listening to Mike Slater on The Blaze Radio Network.